0: You are kicking us off. I am kicking us off. The Hello. recorder is recording. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. You got the evidence. Arrest the president. Arrest the president. Crazy. Arrest the president. You got the evidence.
1: Hello and welcome to Draft Politics. It's August, it's Chicago, it's EJ. I'm here on a beautiful day outside at the Corridor Brewery, and with me, as always... It's Steve. Yeah, so we are
0: meeting up again, um, kind of in a little bit of like... I'm in a little bit of a travel prep mode here. Uh, I'm supposed to be going to Netroots Nation next week. So awesome. I'm making an express point of being outside while we're doing this, because uh, if I got the COVID and had to miss that trip, I, I, I don't know what I'd do. And you're still among the uncoveted, right? Uh, as far as I know. Exactly, as
1: far as you know. <laughs> I
0: oh. have never tested positive. <laughs> never. T- <laughs> I've had a lot of random allergies and just <laughs> days I didn't feel great. And I've uh, tested many times, and and much like in calculus class, not good at those tests. So
1: <laughs> just always failing them. That's yes, right, always failing. It, you know, something that I thought was kind of funny was like we always say, and as always. And that's because nobody else will talk to us. I right, think that's, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're all we've got. We're all we've got. Uh, except, you know, this was also a week where it was kind of one of those things where there wasn't a good day to do a podcast. Yes. Because you knew some shit was going down the next day. The next day. Or in the next 15 seconds. So I think we got a lot to talk about on the national sec- yeah. section. Oh, for sure. Um, a lot about... <clears throat> I. The former guy. Uh, uh,
0: Yeah, seems there's been some things going on. There's been some things. So, you know, before we get too far into this, like, I don't know about you, but I feel like maybe a month ago it felt like everything was just turning to garbage in politics. It was like, okay, it's looking bad for the midterms. You know, uh, you know, the Supreme Court has just, you know, made the ruling on abortion. You know, everybody's angry. Polling's looking terrible. Like yeah. nothing, nothing's going right. And then, like, I feel like in the last, like, week or two, you know, knock, I found some wood to knock yeah, just, on. Yeah. Uh, things are looking better. Dark Brandon rising. Dark Brandon rising.
1: <laughs> Yes, I mean, yes. it has actually been. And if you an don't know what Dark Brandon
0: is, you look that shit up because
1: it's fucking hilarious. It is, <laughs> it is hilarious. So, I mean, I guess we just got to start talking about what would have been the single biggest news story for a month. Yes, the former guy, DJT, sitting down for an under oath interview with. Tish James, the attorney general for New York. That's right. And I have a, a quick question before we get into what happened there. <clears throat> According to DJT, who are the only people who plead the fifth? Uh, I do believe the answer to this is organized crime and people who are guilty. I think that's right. I think that is right. Is, so,
0: is and, and to suggest that Donald Trump is, is involved in organized crime would suggest... He's in some fashion organized, which I feel is an exaggeration. Yeah, I think that is actually uh, an excellent
1: point. But, what but the happened? guilty thing. Yeah. Mm. So what happened when he sat down with Tish James to talk about you know, the very crisp, very clear case that, case that she's laid out uh, for fraud with the Trump organization? Um, he read a statement for five minutes, hashtag witch ta- hunt, hashtag whatever, and then he proceeded to plead the 5th. Yep. For the yep. Well, he said it the first time and then he just said same answer. Same answer. <laughs> same answer. Same answer. <laughs> so, so so he's not only pleading the 5th, he's lazy about it. <laughs> which is on brand. But here's the thing to think about there. This is not a criminal case. It's a civil case. So in a criminal case, you can't bring up the fact that somebody pled the 5th. In a civil case, you can. Yes. So when this goes to the jury, and you've got to think it's going to be soon, right? Because, I mean, she's got to bring charges now. I mean, when you, you get all the way up to, to the, the head of the organization, there's got to be a time to do that. So,
0: yeah. I mean, your choice is tell the truth and then face the consequences of that, yeah. lie about it and potentially be dealt, dealing with perjury charges, or you can plead the fifth. Right. So there you go.
1: I'm the actually least, lying about
0: least, s- least bad option if telling the truth is going to be a problem for you, which apparently it is. So there you go. It always
1: is. <laughs> telling the truth is always a problem. So
0: that 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 could have been a we could have done a story. whole pot on that.
1: Could have talked all about huge that. the story no. about all of the inflation of you know inflation of property values when trying to get loans and you know deflating right. them when you're trying when you're paying your taxes and the fact that the company that. Did all of the assessments has now handed over all of those documents. Yeah. I mean I mean that's a whole thing. Yeah. But instead.
0: We last, got other stuff to talk about, apparently. Yeah, last so, Monday.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Mar-a-Lago resort got some unexpected guests.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, so the FBI uh, felt it was necessary to conduct a raid on Mar-a-Lago and search for documents. Um, Can
1: we talk about this word raid for a second? Raid, yes. I mean, they went in, they, they sought paperwork. They, they found sought paperwork. paperwork. Like, I, and, and I bring it up because there was a really interesting interview between uh, pretty moderate, normal folks, Ron DeSantis and Sean Hannity. Right. Where Sean Hannity was using the word raid, and Ron DeSantis was like, no, 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 no. This was a an execution of a legal document. It was super strange, huh. but it was spicy. It was heated. It's worth a watch. Like Ron DeSantis was like, no, no, they just were executing a search warrant, like because Ron DeSantis. <laughs> I mean, we don't even have a CPAC on our list here, right? But wow, the person who benefits the most from Donald, other than the rest of the <laughs> world, <laughs> <laughs> the person most directly is. Ron DeSantis. Anyway, so yes,
0: so uh, yeah, so FBI shows up, FBI shows up, and apparently this is uh, all stemming from the National Archives putting in a polite request, right. saying, "Hey, uh, we've been trying to get these documents from Trump that he's not supposed to have, and he's not giving them to us." And I don't know if this is the entirety of all of this, but but basically, then uh, after having conversations with Trump's attorneys, and they're like, "No, you've got all the documents. No, you've got all the documents." Uh, finally is
1: like, no, 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 the FBI is going to come get all the documents. Right. And, and what's really amazing about all this thing is that, like, this is not, this wasn't a spur-of-the-moment thing. This was, okay, we think there are documents there. Uh, those need to be in a secure location. Um, can we have somebody go look at the location? Yes, okay, we're going to, you need to secure that location a little better. It's like, I, I don't know, they were, like, sitting on a coffee table or something. They lock them up, I guess. Then like, we need some material. of those back. And they're like, okay, we'll give you some of the documents. So there's been a back and forth. It ended with a subpoena. There was a subpoena for documents where they turned over some more things. And then an attorney for Donald Trump signed an affidavit that said, you have all of the documents. Which- well, that's going to be tough for that attorney because lying to the FBI is a crime. Right. So <laughs> here is the real question. And, and the really juicy one for me, who told them that they didn't have all the documents? Because somebody ratted them out. Presumably. Presumably. I think it's Although it may very well be that they just, you know, it, it may it. be
0: that they have knowledge of what actual documents are there. It's like, no, no, there are more. We know there
1: are more because they're not here. Right. Because those are the kinds of documents you kind of track where they are. Right. <laughs> so there was a, a an affidavit filed with the court to get a warrant. That warrant was approved by a name a, that I should have put a in the list. name we
0: probably should have, but was a judge appointed by Trump.
1: A magistrate judge.
0: Yes. So, uh, yeah. And the head of the FBI, also appointed by Trump. Yeah. So, so any sort of conspiracy theory nonsense about like, oh, it's it's the deep state persecuting. No, no, no. These are, these are people he put in charge. And so, if he wanted the deep state to work better, he would have put somebody else in charge, I suppose. But
1: Alas. Alas. Did not work out for him. Well, and what's what's really actually interesting about that that particular magistrate judge is that he's, you know, he's actually appointed by a federal judge. So there was a federal judge appointed by Trump. That, oh, okay. And okay. it's a transitive. Thank you. Transitive yes. postulate of the best people. Yes. Um, he's donated to Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. Um, but, of course, everybody, it, you know, as soon as anybody does anything Against the former guy. Then they're the bad guys. They're the That's bad guys. Um, so,
0: yeah. So, the original doc, originally the warrant was sealed, but that has since been released. Right. Um, and, uh, but the names have been redacted, apparently. Well, so,
1: well and this is the interesting thing. So, um, the, the FBI came to conduct, to execute the search warrant, conduct the search, did not tell anybody. Yeah. The only way that it got out into the public was by Trump, who then started his little, we need to see the warrant. you know. The, and actually, the whole timeline of talking points has been beautiful, has just been beautiful. So in the, the way that this works is that after a, a, a warrant is executed, um, somebody has to sign off on the warrant. They get a copy of the warrant. They have to sign off of the inventory of things that were taken. So, by the end of the search, Trump's lawyers had, they observed the whole thing, they had a copy of the warrant, they had a copy of the inventory, and, you know, within minutes, Trump's like, release it! And like, he could have released it at the, in yep. that moment. Yep. So, so, then, through all those talking points, you know, Merrick Garland comes out and was like, look, bitches, we're very thoughtful and we're very careful in this. Let's. You want to release the warrant? Fine. We'll go to the magistrate judge and say, "Yep, yeah, it doesn't need to be under seal." And so now it's out there. And what was in that bluff called?
0: Yeah. Uh, so apparently they were seeking eleven sets of classified documents, uh, and there was a variety of classification. The things I think are most noteworthy, most noteworthy. Eh, we'll keep it in. Why not? Um, were, there were documents that were top secret slash SCI. SCI is special compartmentalized information. So, so there's like top secret and that's, that's you have to yeah. have clearance to see that. But then SCI are things where it's like here is a specific program or thing that you are being read into. And so like yeah. you get, you know, you go to a place and somebody says, here's what you need to know. Sign off on the fact that I've told you on this and you're never going to tell anybody ever about this ever. Right. And then now that I'm done reading it to you, you're now going to sign another agreement that's going to say exactly the same thing again. Like
1: it's it's fairly intensive security around yeah. those sorts of things. Uh, and and the thing about that is that the location matters for those documents. Mm-hmm. Right? So where they are allowed to be is very restricted.
0: Yes. So these are the kinds of things. So I mean, I don't know what was necessarily in those um, although we do know that some of the documents in question,
1: they may not be the, the SCI documents, uh, were related to nuclear weapons and programs. And maybe not U.S. nuclear weapons or programs. Yeah. I mean, there's been some reporting on it. It's, I, we obviously don't know the details. Yeah. Um, there was also, like, a file on Emmanuel Macron. Like. Yeah. and And to me, there was another piece that was interesting in the inventory, which was, a binder full of images not a binder full of women if you've been with us for a long time right. but a binder full of images which i can only imagine are pictures of the documents that they already returned right that is my call <laughs> on that that it's not just like family photos or you know or maybe pictures of the documents they buried with Ivanka but, yeah i mean really kind of kind of crazy there um and I think the other, you know, you know, we're talking about all these classifications and the, the talking points have been, well, you know, he declassified everything before he left. Right. Um, and now the president can declassify documents. This is true. Um, but there are some parts of the law that actually don't matter for the declassification because you can have a document that is declassified but still needs to only be in a specific place. Um, you can have a document that is declassified through one path but because it deals with nuclear weapons and technology yeah. that it is handled a different way. You can have documents that are declassified but and this goes into the this goes into the criminal investigation on you know the the, the possible uh, criminal codes that were violated in the warrant, the Espionage Act actually pertains to any document, regardless of classification, that could have an impact on national security. So, yeah, there's that talking point that says, that was the talking point that says, no, oh, you declassified them. After the they planted all the evidence. They planted documents. Right, right, exactly. Wait, wait. There were no documents. No, they planted the documents. They were declassified. They were. Uh, we could do whatever we want. But Obama. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I just had to go through that timeline of uh, talking talk about Let's talk about Clinton's emails some more. Yeah.
0: My favorite part about all of this is that um, if you look at what's being investigated here, one of the things is about is mishandling of government records. Right. Uh, criminal handling of government records is the law. Um, this law was put in place by Trump. Yeah, as a as the a current version, you know, is sort of a lock her up law, if yeah. you will. So he may be punished by his own law. Yeah, it which went would be from being a,
1: one year in a, a like a class C or class D misdemeanor. Yeah, or class A to misdemeanor a felony to a felony in five year minimum. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean. I'm not going to say that that feels good to me, but that feels. But that feels good pretty good. Yeah. Can we talk about attorney Christina Bob? Yes, you, you yes put we this can. in here. And I I'm
0: put this in as like this is like a weird little side story of all this, which is hilarious. Um,
1: which is perfect. Because it it's
0: such a, a wonderful insight into the way that Trump operates. So uh, the attorney that was the, basically the attorney that met the FBI when all this yeah. happened is Christina Bob. Christina Bob used to work for OAN until she got hired to be a lawyer for Trump. Because of course, it's a damn
1: good pedigree.
0: Yes, and if I and if I tell you she used to be an anchor for OAN and is now Trump's attorney, and you and you get a picture in your head of what that is, you're correct.
1: <laughs> um, Whatever that is, yes, you are correct, sir.
0: And so uh, originally, you know, said to the FBI there was not anything there. Uh, interviewed by Laura Ingram, and 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 Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram managed to find her inner journalist briefly. It was kind of funny. Uh, asked her about whether there were nuclear-related docs in what what yeah. was there. And and she says, I don't believe there were. And Ingram actually has a follow-up question is, do Shocking. you know for a fact? And Bob responds saying, I have not specifically spoken to the president. I don't believe there were any in there, and we turned over anything we found. Yeah. <laughs> and... and Here's here's the thing that's getting real interesting with the lawyers on this is that clearly somebody signed off in s- to the FBI and saying you've got everything. Yeah. Clearly FBI did not. So now somebody's got to like somehow figure out. Well, I stole the FBI under penalty of law yeah. that I gave them everything, but I did not in fact give them everything. So did I not know? Why did I not know?
1: Hmm. Who knows? It's just kind of a, it's all shrugs, right? Like, Yeah. Like, how could people be so inept and incompetent? They get hired by
0: Trump. I think that just, all the I best don't know people. if it's prerequisite or if it just happens to them the moment they're signed up
1: to yeah, exactly. work for him. But it's completely forget. I mean, I mean,
0: here's the thing, though. Like, you know, it's like, would you go work for Trump? I mean, you know, obviously, like, even if we were politically aligned, like, I'm not going to work for that guy. He's a no. schmuck. Like, why would you do that? But. But you know he's yeah. he's, a, he's he's somebody that people seem to think they can leverage to get to something else, and and
1: then he makes them corrupt and along with or him he's and just going to throw money at him. And yeah, I feel like it's probably a mix of idiots and grifters. Oh yeah, right. People who are going to be able to get much more responsibility than they deserve, and the people who are idiots, and the people who are smart who are like, I could probably make a lot of money from this. Oh yeah, because yep, yep. you know what. They immediately went to fundraising off of the execution of the search warrant. Oh, yeah. Like, one of the Trump kids, Eric Trump, I don't know, uh, came on Fox News, and he was like, go to, I don't know, net and give us a $1, right. $1,000, right? Like, <laughs> they really do a lot of begging for billionaires, huh? Yes.
0: Um, so there's been many... Takes on all of all of what happened. My favorite of the dumbest takes I've seen was from noteworthy New York Times columnist David Brooks, who asks the question: "Did the FBI just reelect Trump?" Like, why would they do it again? I mean, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> uh, I think the answer is no, no; they did not just reelect Trump. No. Uh, News cycle is too long,
1: anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: we're gonna, you know, a month from now, we're gonna forget this has even happened. So, you know, I don't think we will. But, um, so well, it depends on. Yeah, it
1: depends on how much we can keep it in the news. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and I think they will be trying to keep it in the news, right? I, they meaning the Democrats who had a yeah. fucking hell of a week, hell of a week. The other thing that I thought, I I've thought is really interesting is, um the whole Republican abdication of the ideas of law and order and back to blue all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, that's not a thing anymore. Not a thing anymore. So, you know, you've got all of the Class A idiots in, in Congress sort of now, and I saw this tweet that I thought was very funny, have gone so far right that they're now left. And they're like, defund the FBI, defund the police. right. I mean, I guess they just want the Proud Boys to take over. <laughs> um, but not only that, there's been this, like this effort to dox people, right? So does everybody know what dox means? just means looking up personal information on people for the specific goal of harassing them. Yep. And so the, the government said, look, we want to release, you know, let's unseal the warrant. But let's let's do some redaction so you don't know who the special agents in charge were. And as soon as they decided to do that, Trump, after holding on to it for a week, just released the unredacted version to to Breitbart, who then proceeded. Uh, well, actually, it was a former advisor to Trump, proceeded to post the names, addresses, phone numbers and social media accounts of the kids of the special agents. Online. Yep. Yeah. Fox, in one of their segments, showed a picture of the magistrate judge that had been Photoshopped. So there, the, the history of this guy is that he was a public defender for a while, um, or a prosecutor for a while, I'm sorry. And then— <laughs> No, the opposite of that. Yeah, switched <laughs> to be a defense attorney. Okay. And he represented uh, some people who worked for Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Did not represent Epstein, which was even funnier when Alan Dershowitz gets on TV and was like, well, you know, he represented some people who worked for Epstein. Dershowitz, who represented Epstein, who also wrote an op-ed talking about how <laughs> statutory rape should go away. Uh-huh. Uh, like uh-huh. A, a pro-pedophile article. Yes. Like, and so they, Fox News ran a segment where they had a photoshopped picture of Jazeem Maxwell with Jeffrey Epstein, where they had photoshopped the the magistrate judge's face onto Jeffrey Epstein and then photoshopped in, like, cookies and beer. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's funny. It's funny, except Except, on, on Tuesday a guy went in to start shooting up The FBI field office in Cincinnati. Yes. And, you know, they had to, you know,
0: goes in there armed, gets shot by the FBI or the people guarding the FBI, uh, connected to 1-6. So, you know, it's all it's not just like some other random guy. Like, it's all related to this. And, you know, it's like all the people on Fox News, OAN, et cetera, et cetera. Like, they don't have a price to pay themselves for forwarding this propaganda and it's all kind of in their interest, but it costs. It costs people. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> anyhow, uh, so a closing thoughts on this, uh, the fine Mar-a-Lago raid, if that's indeed what it was, or just execution of a legal agreement. Hey, that's, um, hey, that's what Ron DeSantis what said. It, and I you know I how often I disagree with Ron. I would like to have a, a moment of baseless speculation. What do you think was going on with these
1: documents? Um, I think it wasn't a big deal until they lied and said that they had sent them all back. Okay. Um, and I think he's a hoarder and just wanted to keep them and wanted to keep them. The more that people asked about them, the more he wanted to keep whatever they were. Um, I don't I don't honestly believe that there is some sort of like, well, I'm going to keep these documents and show them to the Russians or, you know, sell them to people. You know, so we can undermine the U.S. I think he wants to have them so he can say, you know, look, I've got these, even though I'm not supposed to have them, I have them. Ha ha ha. Yeah, like that's that's really.
0: I could see it. I I, I I'm kind of fifty fifty between essentially that interpretation, where it's like, you know, it's like his you know his version of baseball cards. Like, ooh, look, look, I've got a. He's you know, never read a any 2007 of these. nuclear code. Ooh, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, or. It is things that he is holding. He was holding on to as leverage in case he needed it. Yeah. And it's like, and either it's leverage to say I'm going to put this out into the world if you do X, Y, and Z, or it's leverage of. I would say more likely as they're coming after him, he's using
1: that as, hey, yeah. Saudi Arabia, I'd love to stay there for a little while. Can I come hang out with you? Et cetera, yeah, et cetera. I, uh, that seems like awfully 3D chess for him. I think it's. Uh, that's the sort of thing that one of his underlings would have come up with. And he'd be yeah. like, that's a great idea. Well, which is actually. Which I made him
0: sound like George W. Bush right there, which yeah. is a little weird. But, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, I could imagine I could imagine that one of his underlings is going down for that. Yeah. Right? For all of this. It's going to be. Somebody else is going to take the heat for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he understands how
0: organized crime works and how leverage works, so yeah. you know it's totally possible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, but you know, he could, he could go to jail for a long period of time just because he's a moron who wanted to have
1: a, uh, you know, have a little trophy. So sometimes, listeners, one of the unfortunate aspects of podcasting is that we have really, really conscientious servers who, who don't want to fact that us. we don't have beer. Yes. While we're talking, and yes. so. It's a a small price to pay. So
0: imagine for a moment a look of me going like, oh, as as the way... Crestfallen, I would say. Crestfallen, yes. Very crestfallen at the lack of an additional beer in my hand, which we'll soon correct, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we'll soon correct it. So a couple of 1-6 Commission-related things. Yes,
0: it's certainly a broad topic of Republican investigations. Jesus.
1: Um, And I don't know if you all have been paying attention to this, but Alex Jones has just gotten... Totally screwed now, I, on I, I, so many I, levels. I mean, just.
0: I want to just, like, call this out because, you know, we're talking about, like, how much has been going on. Like, here's how much has been going on is that we have literally a bullet point in our list that yeah. is talking about Alex Jones. When we Once again, we could have done a whole pod on Alex Jones. So uh, we're kind of back to there again. But, yes, uh, related to the 1-6 commission, yeah. we have two years of Alex Jones' cell phone records getting into the hands of the commission now.
1: Uh, And just to talk about it quickly, they have it because Alex Jones just lost a defamation lawsuit to all of the parents from Sandy Hook, right? So, you know, published a lot of things about Sandy Hook, crisis actors, it's all fake, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, He was sued for defamation by the parents. Yes. It did not go to trial because he was so... Malfeasant in the discovery period. So when they were asking things, he's just like, I'm lying. I'm hiding things. I'm not doing, he lost by default. And so this was additional parts of this trial. And, you know, they said like, Hey, we need to get this information. His attorneys accidentally sent his entire cell phone snapshot. Two years. Two years to the attorneys for the families and the attorneys, The the uh, family's attorney said like, "Hey, I think you made a mistake," and his attorneys were like, "Could you just ignore that without doing any of the legal things that they needed to do?"
0: The way this works is fascinating. Is all this discovery is done electronically, and so they the basically the, the the attorneys for Alex Jones sent over all of these messages, and there's a period of time in which they're in the system and they have the ability to undo that and it's like a 12 day waiting period well that's a legal 12 day i mean yeah. it was like box yeah. right so like so basically at any point so basically the the attorney uh, for the prosecution s- sees these in there
1: and has to wait 12 days before he knows he's got it i can't imagine like well no they contacted them immediately he had 12 days to file a legal brief yeah. legal motion to have them delete them and he just didn't do it yeah so like just waiting, the, waiting. The folks, the story is that the, the you know, the attorneys for the, the plaintiffs get this email that said, like, click on this box link. And so, you know, as you do, you forward it on to your your assistant or the, you know, somebody else in the office. And they start downloading it. And it's too big. Like, they don't have enough space <laughs> because it's the entire case file. Right. And, you, and he's like, whoa, you probably should didn't mean this? Like, lets him know immediately. But the attorney doesn't do the legal thing that he needed to do. So now it's kind of out there. Yeah. Um, and to me, my favorite part of all of this was the... <clears throat> there are intimate messages sent between Alex Jones and Roger Stone. Yeah. Which are pictures of yeah. Alex Jones's wife naked. Yeah. So... Which you
0: know, if you read in our in our show notes here, just as intimate pictures to Roger Stone from Alex Jones, I'm like, well, intimate pictures of Alex could be Jones. anything. I just didn't want you to <laughs> like,
1: imagine too far. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's all bad. too late now. It's too all, late all now. bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so can you yeah. just imagine, like, like what is this relationship? I. Like there's, kind of <laughs> we need to come up with a word for a word that uh, you know what here's kind of fascinating is like terrifying these, and fascinating. All
0: of these dots and all these connections, and all these communications between Roger Stone and Alex Jones and Trump and Giuliani and uh, various Fox Gosar News and and Like it's like it's kind of amazing how little we actually know. Yeah. Like given how easy it is to like dig up stuff and and you know so like. Uh, I mean, I feel like we're gonna find out someday, but, and we're getting close. The, the, the Alex Jones stuff—that's in the one hands, one six commission's hands, and you know that uh, a so certain
1: Cheney is just like <laughs> she's like. Oh, I'm gonna. Hey, have by the fun way, now. I donated some money to Liz Cheney this week. Not proud of it. I'm, I'm kind of proud of it. Just gonna say it. Just gonna say it. I did it. I did it. Okay. <laughs> we just got new beers. No longer crestfallen. <sighs> All right. right. Well, uh, the other move thing on from that that happened: uh, Republican Congressman Scott Perry had his phone seized by the FBI on the yes. same day as the as the raid. Um, but it's not clear what that was related to, and he yeah, wouldn't say there was an, uh, there was an interview on Fox News, and they were like, "So why did they take it?" Because he would have to know; he would get a copy of the warrant, but he wouldn't say. Right. He was just like, "Well, they took it. They took it." And then they were like, "So did you get it back?" And he just stared there blankly. Yeah. Like, he did get it back, by the way,
0: people. Yeah. it just isn't the sound is good. Uh, yeah, they got it. They copied the, what they wanted off of it, and then they returned it to him. Big
1: smile. Ooh, that's good.
0: Yeah. Okay, so. So that's all of our Republican investigations, unless something has happened today, which probably didn't because yeah. it's a Saturday. So <laughs> but <laughs> things have been moving quickly, so who so knows?
1: So one of the, the YouTube... Uh, channels i I pay attention to is this guy called legal Eagle who does some really good breakdowns of things um, and he was doing a breakdown of all of the the things around the execution of the warrant and it's really excellent it's it's an excellent watch um, but he was like and so and that's where we're at and then it's like it cuts and he's like oh god Okay. Twenty seconds later, we just had some new news, and it was like that four times because things have evolved so quickly. Yeah. And talking to my mom today, she's like, "I can't wait till Monday when we find out more." And I'm like, "It's <laughs> funny that we all know it's not going to be the weekend." Oh yeah, because he everybody's <laughs> taking the weekend off. Like yeah.
0: I mean, it's a busy week. You gotta take some time off. So can we talk about
1: the our, our
0: regular segment, the Ira, Ira? our regular uh, segment, our our, re- our recurring segment? Thank you, Joe Mansion. What? What? Uh, so anyhow, uh, you may be familiar with Build Back Better. Build Back Better has since gone into a phone booth. Meja had to lose some weight to fit into the phone booth. Yes,
1: it's <laughs> a good way to put it. And has come
0: out as the Inflation Reduction Act.
1: And hey, how much of that Inflation Reduction Act has to do with inflation? Uh, that's exactly the right answer.
0: <laughs> so, it's increasing taxes in some fashions, and so, therefore, it is fighting inflation in a fashion. It doesn't also, matter. There's also, s- the inflation stuff is all BS. Anyhow, so, anyhow. There's uh, some
1: dude or some somebody, some person in Washington, probably nonpartisan, who writes the names for all the bills and just, like, makes stuff up. Actually, cost controls on prescriptions. Oh, yeah,
0: there we go. Yep. Fine. So, there is there is something Fine. there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but, anyhow, uh, yes, the in- Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, I love the name just— on principle, but um, the thing I find the most fascinating about this is that it appears that Mitch McConnell got outmaneuvered by Schumer and Mansion, and I'm just going to pause, let my let the, heart let warm that, a let little bit, that settle in your brain. So McConnell was threatening to stop the Chips Act as a hostage to prevent anything going through reconciliation. The CHIPS Act was a thing to invest in uh, doing chip manufacturing here right. in the U.S. So basically subsidizing the cost. It's like $4
1: billion dollars in research and development for manufacturing of right. semiconductors in the U.S. So when supply chains get cut down by people profiteering, you don't have problems like we do now where you yes. can't get a power liftgate in your Ford Escape.
0: Yeah, and it just makes a ton of sense given you know the, the amount specific. of... Uh, you know the overall chip capacities and you know concentrated in Taiwan and, and places like that that you know China gets a little antsy could get a little interesting. so uh, chips act decent idea was being held hostage by McConnell saying don't pass any reconciliation or don't try to do reconciliation or else So then Mansion says, we've got a deal and then shortly thereafter weirdly says we don't have a deal. And it was very confusing to try to follow this. Like, why, why did he do that? Is he yeah. just being Joe Manchin, which is what we assumed at the time? Well, he did such a good job, apparently, that McConnell bought it. The CHIPS bill passed through both houses of Congress because Build Back Better, a.k.a. the Inflation Reduction Act, was dead. Don't need to worry about it. And literally the next day, the Inflation Reduction Act, Manchin's on board.
1: <laughs> like, and Mitch McConnell's all mad. And the best tweet I saw about this was like, "It was a bait and Mitch." Yeah, <laughs> and then like the Republicans are like,
0: "Well, now we have to vote against the Chips Act." Like, but but no, we got, we can't do that. Uh, they're losing their
1: minds. We'll vote against minds. the Pact Act. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, "We can't vote against the chips now." I guess we'll just vote against the troops. Back to blue. Yeah. Back to green. I don't. I, who are we? Who are we not backing by backing? It's almost like when you have no principles at all it's hard to follow
0: the, the line of logic yeah. so
1: then it comes down to cinema yes yeah, so, so there were yeah
0: so we're like we got our 49 votes I'm like okay, okay what about cinema so so
1: you're Kirsten Cinema. I mean you're not but but let's assume I was for the moment but like this is a moment she could do anything with this moment anything at all right she could ask for anything she's gonna get it what does she ask for she asks to protect hedge fund managers the carried interest the tax carried loophole. interest loophole i mean
0: which isn't even really that much money it's pretty great. to talk things. about carried interest but you know hey she gets her support from
1: her hedge fund people i guess um there's a great uh, podcast about it from planet money on npr yes the the carried interest wormhole um which you know does help the former guy quite a bit yes
0: so, uh, But anyhow, it's here. Let's let's say, you know, so in it actually like Friday, I believe it was actually passed. Yeah. So it's all good. $370 billion in climate investments. Um, it's all, it's a lot of carrots. It's all like things to encourage investment in yeah. green energy and cutting back on gas emissions. The estimate is that it will get us to a 40% reduction of emissions compared to 2005 levels. So that's, I guess 2005 is like our sort of like milestone marker yeah. of, like, okay, this is where our stopping point should be. Now let's reduce relative to that. Yeah. So the goal nominally is supposed to be 50% and under the Paris Agreement, but
1: 40%, like, we're getting, yeah. getting a good chunk of the way there. And what I've heard is that, like, it gets us within striking distance of of doing that. Well, right? what's so. also
0: nice about it is that then when we go, and there's a another climate summit coming up here, that now we're in a position to say, look, we're doing something. So <laughs> that gives us leverage to get other people to do yeah, things. Yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty big, uh, four billion to help fight uh, drought issues. Which was in the for West. cinema specifically. Which was for cinema specifically, which I'm okay with. Hey, cool. Honestly. If she wanted more, I'd be fine with it. Um, so that's all the climate stuff, and that's sort of the biggest win here. Um, there was some stuff that kind of helped fossil fuels in the near term, which gets mansion support, but nothing that's going to like really cost us sort of over the long haul. Um, but then we get other stuff that's useful. Uh, this is more the inflation reduction part of it. Uh, Medicare will be allowed to negotiate prices on some drugs, and Which this is, is huge. The way it's laid out is kind of weird. It's like basically they can they can go after the ten most expensive drugs this year, or like whenever I forget what year it starts. It's like ten. The first they go for yeah. ten. The next year they can go for ten more. Then they actually then go for 10 more. And then, like, eventually it starts to become 20 every year or something like that. So it's yeah, like— Yeah, it's not like
1: a—this is the thing that I always forget, you know, when we're talking about federal law, nothing happens immediately. Yeah. Right? Like, these big. These are big structural things. Yeah. And uh, nothing happens immediately. And
0: there is a risk that the Democrats can be like, we've saved you costs on all your drugs— and it'll be like you won't see any evidence of it yeah. showing up. Although, if you are Medicare, you will see evidence of it because there will be a cap on your insulin prices. At
1: well, no, why would there be a cap on insulin prices? Oh no, for Medicare. For uh, Medicare be. there are, yeah. If, if you don't else. have
0: Medicare, there would have been. Except Republicans screwed it up yeah. for you. Um, so this came up because of the parliamentarian saying that this was that the. So they're going to have a, a cap on insulin prices for everybody. The parliamentarian said, no, you can't do that in reconciliation. I'm sorry. And, our, uh, you know, our, our duly elected, uh, uh, I just said what the term was, and I now forgot it, our duly elected uh, parliamentarian. So the parliamentarian said, no, you can't put it in there. And actually, uh, we have
1: a whole segment on the parliamentarian in the first time that the the con- this Congress used reconciliation. Yes, yes.
0: So, yeah, so go back and head into the archives and read all about that, listen to all about the parliamentarian. Don't ask us which one it's in. Um, so anyhow, parliamentarians said you couldn't have that in there, so then it became a 60-vote threshold, and they did get a few Republicans to sign on to it, but it lost, like, 57 yeah. votes was all they got, and they needed 60. So um, they've put some money into funding the IRS. They've the, Part of the payback on this is... The IRS will find more people violating the law and they can thus uh, get back money, which related to this, I saw a photo of the kitchen at the, or cafeteria, excuse me, at the IRS headquarters in Austin, where they have their offices there, and it is nothing but paperwork miles and miles of paperwork in this cafeteria because of the backlog that they have of all oh, of these wow. materials and also that a lot of this has not been updated to be electronic like it should yeah yeah Like they they when they do have to take paper and like convert it to electronic records they don't scan it they yeah. have a human being of manually course. type it all in like it's like things like this that could be updated and those are the kinds of investments that will be made there we had a one point one percent tax on stock buybacks, which should be illegal, but, hey, at least we can tax them. Uh, and then people who got the extension of ACA coverage during the pandemic, that will continue uh, into the near future at least. So
1: lots of good stuff. It is really good stuff. I the One of the things I was thinking about the nothing all happens at once, right, was about EV credits, because I know you all have been looking at an EV and... And they start to, and this is really interesting, and a late change, and I'm really into EVs, so this is why I'm going to bring up this very nerdy point, is that starting in 2023, the EV credits are also, eligibility is also tied to where the batteries are made. Oh, cool. And where things come from. So, um, you know, you you take some EVs are all assembled in the U.S., the batteries come from other places, they'll have a different threshold for what they can have, and car manufacturers are a little annoyed about this um but it speaks to and i think this is something the democrats really should tout like there are also incentives for making more things here in the u.s yeah um and i think that some of those are in there to get joe manchin on board because it's his way of saying well actually it's not going to have as big as big an effect as we thought it would because you know people are still going to be making batteries in Korea, right? right? and so if they get um, them
0: to be manufacturing those batteries in West Virginia, maybe that yeah. that works out on the end. So. Yeah. Uh, um, I think we need a beer break here. We yes, sir. do need a beer break.
1: It is the beer break. Where it are is we, the beer Steve? Break. I mentioned it at the top, but uh, uh, we are at Corridor Brewing uh, over on
0: Southport, and I feel like we've been here like one other time. We
1: were here one other time. Okay, it was quite some time ago. We sat inside. Um, I mean, today I, we were outside because it's lovely. Yeah, it and was. COVID. It was near the end of uh, 2019 that we were here. Yeah. So that's why we don't remember it because it was seven in the variants ago. Times. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Southport, for the those of you who are not from Chicago, Southport's a very hip area, right? Like pretty close to Wrigley Field, Brown Line's right here. Uh, certainly in the time that I've lived in Chicago, it's evolved. Um, you know, this brewery is just, you know, my kind of place inside a neighborhood that I probably wouldn't spend a lot of time in because I'm over 40.
0: Right. Um, and I actually walk through this area fairly regularly because of where I live, um, but mostly just pass through it uh, on my way to the Whole Foods over off of uh, over off of uh, Belmont.
1: So I don't want to hang out in that hipster area. I've got to get to my Whole Foods. Right, exactly. So <laughs> 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 but uh, it's a it's a it's a cool place. The brewery, like the inside of the brewery, I love the kind of loft feel. The beers are super good. I like I'm I now feel like I was sleeping on this place a little bit.
0: Yeah, I would think you'd like this 'cause like they have pretty good IPAs. Um they do. I mean they have generally good beer. Uh I had a had uh, their lager, the southbound lager. That's what I've got right now. Um I had a, a Berliner Vice with passion fruit in it that was quite tasty. The passion Very contraption tart like that kinda of get, yeah, get they that, of you that, about it. that little of that a twinge in the, in the corners of they your
1: jaws. They warned you that it would be like stabbing the backs of your mouth, yes, back of your mouth not with a nice pick. Yeah, it was not
0: quite like a, an atomic warhead or whatever, but it was, uh, it was pretty good. Um,
1: I started with um, a beer they called Wizard Fight, which I love the name of. And it kind of reminds me of Pipeworks Brewery, which has like wizards versus unicorns. Yes. And, um, super good. It's an IPA, like classic I mean, I I could drink it all day. Um, My lovely wife was here at the beginning, and she got like a Rattler with that. So it was um, the Wizard Fight with Grapefruit Juice, and I tried it. It was also delicious and would have been amazing on a hot day. Right now, I've got a slightly heavier beer called the Space Trigger, which is a double dry hop, double IPA. Double, double. And it is... Excellent. Good. I mean, good, good, good. I mean, this is this space trigger is. I got a ten ounce for uh, you know, valor. Or d- discretion is the best part of valor purposes. Yes. But I, I would drink this all the time. It's a little hazy. It's not to hop forward, even though it's double dry hopped. Like it's well, smooth and, I and like, beautiful. I feel like dry
0: hopping tends to give it more of the just like the the, 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 the like herbal and fruity flavors yeah, and not floral, so much bitterness yeah so it is it and is double is like when i do I, like i'm not a big ipa guy but double ipa is really yeah work better for me Recommend a little more malts yeah yeah out. and maybe i'll try that next yeah and we're here on the patio risky.
1: which is you know just seeing a lot of folks walk by and uh, it's a it's a little overcast but a beautiful day to be outside in yeah. chicago absolutely beautiful yeah. day Beautiful gotta day. gotta
0: enjoy the, the remains of the summer while we've got it. Like, like I don't know. Like I like feel like like a couple days ago, I like, had this first sense of like the light the light quality is changing a little bit in the in uh, the evening. I'm like ah, uh, I'm like. I mean, I'm see, looking forward to football, but like we're almost like I want this last bit of summer too.
1: Like, I, I'm looking forward to rooting for a team that doesn't have somebody under an active investigation, right? Oh wait, that's none of them. <laughs> uh, so as a parent. Uh, and this is actually interesting, again, from a Chicago perspective. Chicago typically started school after Labor Day. And this year, it starts before Labor Day. Really? Which just makes me feel cheated. Yeah. I don't know why my kids going back to school, like, at the end of their summer makes me feel cheated, but it definitely does. It I feel like it's early. supposed to be the opposite, right? Because you're like, cause like, oh, no, you go away now. Oh, I like my <laughs> kids. <laughs> <laughs> One of my kids is starting high school. It's going to be crazy. All right, election circus, election circus, election, election circus. Twenty twenty two. Still need a better name. I just want to say Fetterman's back on the trail. Fetterman, the king troll of all. I mean, and just, I will
0: almost certainly see him when I'm in Pittsburgh
1: uh, next week. I know. So I'm, I am jealous. Looking forward to if that. If I didn't have to travel, 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 I would go to. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know you were talking
0: about doing it. I assume yeah. since I hadn't heard from you further, that uh, yeah, it was not I, a
1: thing. But. Um, well, and I was supposed to go back to Pittsburgh for my cousin's wedding the week after. Um, I could have just stayed there, but now right? it's, I got Nashville. I got Dallas. I got Detroit. I got excuses, a, excuses. Yeah, it's all excuses. But Fetterman's back on the trail. Just said I'm back. He had a. They had prepared for 700 people at a rally. They got 1,700, um, which was amazing. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah you know and I think he's he's played it very smart um you know first of all just from a health perspective he's you know after not listening to his doctors it seems he finally decided hey, i'm gonna listen to my doctors so uh so that's good and taking the time off to to get himself better uh, before pushing too hard uh, but in the meantime uh his campaign has been destroying it, it's it's been it's been uh, fascinating watching dr. Oz writhe in pain as
1: they <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> levels of trolling, and it's you know, I mean, the, and the whole premise being he doesn't live in pe- Pennsylvania, yeah. which he doesn't, right?
0: Like, yeah,
1: um, and really, really well yeah. done. It's really always, smartly it's always a, a winning campaign
0: where you can just pu- paint your opponent as out of touch, not 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 in the same team as the rest right. of you. And, and then he
1: like, and Doctor Oz like fights this by showing up to a Giant Eagle in Pittsburgh. That's Giant Eagle. It's a grocery store chain in Pennsylvania. Um, In, like, mom jeans, thinking that he's, like, connecting with the people. No. Yeah. No.
0: There was one where it was like he did something. I can't remember what it was. And, like, the Fetterman campaign's response was, yes, that's where all the tourists should go. Yes, that's correct.
1: (laughs) It was beautiful. It it has been beautiful. Um, Yeah. Uh, So that's ongoing. Did you see Better O'Rourke at his rally this week? I did not. So Better O'Rourke, warning, some of this language maybe upsetting for the most sensitive users it
0: was material. Yeah.
1: so he was at a rally and he was talking about the shooting in Uvalde, and during his you know his speech about it a Greg Abbott supporter started laughing and he turned around and he pointed at the guy and he said this may be funny to you motherfucker but it's not funny to me and I'll tell you that crowd got on their feet and they were super energized. Oh, yeah. And the best thing about that to me is as they were panning across the crowd, it was not a bunch of young people younger than us. It wasn't a bunch of Austinites. These were Texans of all shape and form um, supporting him. Yeah. So that's some energy. Yeah. That is some energy. Um,
0: so the big election news of recent note is uh, the amendment in Kansas related to abortion. Uh, So, basically, the Constitution in Kansas would not allow them to pass an an abortion ban currently. Uh, And they went to put an amendment in there to take that out so that then they could put an abortion ban in. And 100,000 independents showed up to vote in a primary. And and there is nothing on the ballot for them to vote for, literally, except for this one thing. 100,000 showed up.
1: Well, and imagine... Putting it on a primary ballot, yeah. right? So this is something that's going to... Like,
0: that's how you sneak shit in. Yeah. Normally. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, because they're like, wow, we got crushed on that. We're going to accept that result, right? Right. Right. I mean, that's what you do, right? Right. That's of how elections course. happen.
0: That election yeah. happens. You go, oh, well, those are the results. Cool. No,
1: ah, we lost by...
0: recount, in spite of the fact that the uh, amendment lost 59 by, yeah, 41, 18 points. Like, like... Reagan didn't beat Dukakis that badly.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, and we haven't talked a lot about a lot of the primaries. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about there, but I think, you know, it's hard to kind of parse through them all. I think one of the interesting things has been, you know, the performance. And that was of,
0: George W. Bush. I knew I did that wrong.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm just going <laughs> to let that go. Um, but I'm
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as I said, I'm like. Well, that was true, though. I, what I said was factually correct, though. Reagan did not beat Dukakis that That's, badly. That is technically the <laughs> truth.
1: So there have been lots of races now, Republican primaries, where the more Trumpy, big lie person has won. And in some of those, you know, the I was Democrats, thinking Mondale.
0: I'm, I'm stuck on this now. It was Mondale's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Let me finish. Got
1: Mondale. <laughs> Go ahead. Go um, ahead. The Democrats have actually put money into ads that would seemingly help the Trumpy, big lie Republican candidate. So, like, in Michigan, they were running ads for this election denier that essentially said, he was in Washington for 1-6, too conservative, you know. Trump loves him, yeah. too conservative. And so that's why... Um, Meyer, Representative Meyer, and if you're from Michigan, you know Meyer is the grocery store chain. He's in that family. Uh, freshman, a freshman congressman who voted to impeach Trump wa- lost his primary to this oh. guy. And the idea is that Democrats believe they can. They're easier races against the Trumpier people. Um, what do you think about that?
0: So I think a lot of this is, has been overblown, and 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 what I've seen is. People talking about, oh, well, you know, it's like Trump and how people thought that having Trump would be the best competitor, yeah. you know, that that's what they should do. But keep in mind, Clinton never ran ads to help Trump because no. they knew, like, I mean, as much as they may have thought he was a slightly better opponent, like, they didn't feel like it was an a easy decision. Uh, yeah. Whereas, I, you, like, right now, you look at Bailey running against Pritzker. It was it, a very easy we also decision. also did that
1: same thing. Right.
0: Where that, yeah, and so there they actually invested the money, and they and and so yeah, that's a standard thing in politics. That's that's backing I, I the libertarian candidate when you're trying to undermine the Republican or backing the Green candidate. It is to not that standard.
1: I mean, like I think from you know from the Democratic perspective, the first time anybody did it was um, the senator from Missouri, who uh, Claire McCaskill did it to run against the. Legitimate rape candidate. And it works, but they haven't really pulled that card out the way they did this election cycle. Well, I mean, cycle. it
0: has to be. I mean, it, it, there's only so many scenarios you can really use it in, yeah. right? It's like it just has to be a candidate is so obviously better for you, you know? And But, you know, it's not something they do all the time for sure, but it's like, you know, really, like I said, where it mostly comes in is like backing the third party candidates yeah. and the general and that kind of thing. It's the same yeah. dynamics, but.
1: But let's just say, you know, Mastriano in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. If he wins, Pennsylvania in 2024 will go to the Republican candidate, regardless of how and, many people vote. And in,
0: and in that case, the the Democrats did put money in to help Mastriano win?
1: I'm not sure that they did. That's what honest. I'm getting at. Yeah. It's
0: like, yeah, you don't necessarily— like. You may think you have an advantage over one guy one guy over another. It's a different thing to say, I'm willing to put money
1: on the yeah. table to do it. But they've done it across the country this, yeah. this cycle. Because, um,
0: it, you know, and we'll see how it plays out, but, you know, yeah. it, it overall it's looks a like scary. a good bet. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any trains for you this time, but we got some fire engines. So yeah, we got to go. Okay, so I got I, my brain is latched on this. So what I was trying to say about the Reagan Mondale thing, uh-huh. the the, this, the spread is almost the same. Reagan fifty nine, Mondale forty one. So it was what I was thinking about. Got okay, it. anyhow, they do a recount. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of.
1: No, no. It doesn't really matter how much you win the popular vote by anyway in the United That's States. That's true. <laughs> That's probably why they didn't do a recount. Right. Um, <laughs> I think we should try to. <laughs> Yeah, to wrap this up now,
0: <laughs> enough of the Steve's meanderings about, I know, I love the about Steve's elections meanders. that happened These are in 84.
1: I mean 88, I mean 84. Um, so markets, markets up, but not great. Inflation down, but still not great. Gas prices way down. Gas prices way down.
0: Biden stickers say, I did that. I imagine are on every pump now. I,
1: I, I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, internationally, elections in Kenya. This is the good thing about the elections in Kenya right now. They're waiting for results, but there's been no violence. Good, um, good. Uh, that's good. Uh, Ukraine still out there. Uh, they're getting more
0: support from the U.S., so that's and,
1: good. And let me tell you, the uh, Ukrainians just executed uh, an operation in Crimea that resulted in the largest loss of Russian aircraft since World War II. And now I, I think that's the strategy, right? Right. And what's interesting is, like, Russia was like,
0: had this threat that like if they, if you, if Ukraine does anything in Crimea, we are going to take this to eleven. And and Ukraine is like, uh, okay. Yeah. And can you
1: fly anybody in now? No, you cannot.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and, and another related thing. Uh, there is the world's the Europe's largest. I don't know if it's the yeah, world's largest, but Europe's largest nuclear reactor uh, facility is being held by Russia and is being used to like launch attacks from and and house
1: weapons and stuff so that's great (laughs) so there are those things israel which you know i think i'd mentioned before has got to have a new election in the next three months or something like that um but also more violence in israel
0: one, one might almost think those things are linked together, but, you know, who knows. Uh, but, yeah, several days of violence uh, targeting Islamic Jihad is kind of where this started. Uh, Islamic Jihad is uh, aligned with Iran. Um, but there were 31 deaths, 250 wounded in Gaza. They've since have a ceasefire in effect. Um, I feel like we've, you know, it's, it's the same story you've heard before. Um It is. Lots of missiles launched, Iron Dome did its thing, yada yada,
1: Palestinians die, and that's how it goes. Uh, The other uh, important national thing that we just should touch on is that, um, and these are two related things, so we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the U.S. leaving uh, Afghanistan, Um, and sort of coincident with that, and I do believe it's a coincidence, the U.S. has killed Al-Qaeda leader, Iman Al Jawari in a drone stake. in Oh, that's Kabul. right. I forgot about that. Um, that's how.
0: That's how much shit we got going on.
1: We killed another Al Qaeda guy. Right. Not even on. Not and even. We, our we haven't even talked about someone Rushdie being attacked in New well, York that today. So. Uh, author of the Satanic Verses, who's had a fatwa about him for I so for as long, as I long that I can we remember. forgot. Yeah. And then, and somebody attacked him.
0: Apparently, the guy who attacked him did not
1: forget. Well, but it was in his twenties, which is. Extra strange. Yeah. And also the U.S. bringing charges against an uh, Iranian national for a plot to kill John, the war Lorax Bolton, um, which is a really amazing, interesting story if you see it, because it's like they he started to try to find pictures and then find somebody to kill him for like $300,000. And then the idea was if he got that done, then they were going to put a price on Mike Pompeo's head. Oh, crap. Um, Okay. So, actually, really interesting story. Uh, But this person, the charges have been brought against him. Locally, and this is really interesting, um, we're coming up on the municipals here in Chicago. Yes. And it occurred to me that we've reported on the municipals in Chicago before, which means we've been doing this an entire municipal cycle. Here in Chicago. Cheers to Cheers, that. Sir. Um, and also there are a bunch of terrible mayoral candidates right now.
0: Yeah. It, well, you figure probably there's going to be somebody noteworthy who jumps in. Later. Later. Um, I know my, there was some rumor my Congressman Quigley might run for mayor. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Uh there's a bullet point on here. The CBD is adjusting lights. to I meant mess CPD, people. and and I found CBD to be, you know, a, a be a perfectly funnier. lovely chemical, but doesn't yeah. usually affect lighting.
1: But anyhow, CPD. So, so you should see this. You should look for this. Actually, there are videos of volunteers uh, escorting people across Lakeshore Drive because the police department was afraid of protesters, and so they just decided to turn off the walk signs. And so the lights on, you know, around Grant Park and Buckingham Fountain were only green for 5, 10, 15 minutes at a time because they didn't want people crossing the streets. Okay. Really... I don't even understand. Um,
0: this is like raising all the bridges to make a moat kind of thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just like Batman.
0: That's great. That's great. Just, no, no, no. Then I mean, like in Chicago. I don't mean like Batman. Oh, I know, but also, <laughs> I mean, life imitates art. So just like in Batman, art imitates so life, imitates art, or life. Or- I've been doing. I've been messing around with like AI art stuff lately. So you know, nice. then there's that too. Um, anyhow couple other like local notes uh they're talking uh, talk of a domed soldier field to try to get the bears to stay (sighs) in chicago i genuinely do not care um but i'm a broncos fan which is probably a big part of why i don't care if they become the arlington heights bears i don't you know whatever i feel like that's just sort of bound to happen at this point but uh there's that—the thing I am excited about is NASCAR in Chicago. I mean, I yes. Am, and I am not a NASCAR person, but the notion of—well, first of all, first of all, let me just say, clearly a mistake was made that none of this is going to happen on Lower Wacker Drive. Right. Speaking of Batman. Speaking of Batman, that would have been amazing. Uh, but, you know, it'll be on Lakeshore and— Just like Monaco down Down there. Michigan. I mean, it's going to be just kind of like the, the visuals of it
1: are going to be very cool. Um, so, so I grew up outside of Detroit, right? And we used to have a race, a formula one race in Detroit and it was terrifying for the drivers. I'm sure. So they would spend weeks beforehand, uh, you, you know, essentially tacking down all of the manhole covers because of the, the way that the cars were designed. Yeah. They would pull the manhole covers up. Like
0: I, I'm actually one of the things I'm looking forward to is like they're going to have to do a lot of serious road work to make this
1: reasonable as a track. No, that's part of the that's got to be part of the fun. Hey, you grew up this this racing series came out of you potholes at
0: 150 miles an hour, running Good booze on dirt
1: roads in Alabama. You can take these, <laughs> you can deal with these things, right? Just like your pappy did. It's I fine. Just, I just want to know where they're parking <laughs> the. Where's the infield? Right where they're parking all of the RVs and stuff.
0: Oh, Grant Park, I'm assuming.
1: Oh yeah, sure, okay. Okay, um, <laughs> one other funny joke I'll say before we signed off. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine uh, writes for the Eater Chicago, and he recently did an interview with uh, the the star of the show, The Bear, which is about which is fantastic. It is fantastic, you check but, it but out. it's based in Chicago. It's about a restaurant, and he said season two is going to be in Arlington Heights, which <clears> I thought was. <laughs> Well played. Well played. So, there you go. All right. Thanks everybody for joining us. Bit of Thanks a mess, but it always glad is. Glad you
0: followed us. Take care everybody. Stay, Stay safe. safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.